This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, good to have you along on this podcast. And we talked a little bit of Shakespeare on the show this week with the cast of Macbeth, who are performing on Theatre by QE2. Some great talented actors that came into the studio and even did a little monologue of the production for us as well. Do enjoy the podcast and don't forget to join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE. He's number one talk radio station. We've got a classic that's going to be staged at Theatre by QE2 this weekend. And I always like to talk a little bit of Shakespeare. as I don't know much about it, but I learn a lot every time we have Cavalli Productions uh, coming in to uh, the show. And uh, Kevin Rooney, award-winning actor, director, producer. Welcome back. How are you? What an introduction. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mark. I'm very, very well. Yeah, and uh, maybe you can introduce your cast I members and uh, maybe can. the characters that they're playing. Certainly. To my right, I have Nathan Hobley-Smith. Nathan is playing the titular role of Macbeth. Okay. Next to him, we have Angus Bhattacharya. Yeah. Angus is from Scotland. So he is playing Malcolm, who is the new king of Scotland by the end of the play. Yeah. And to my left, we have Emily Parfit, sorry, who is playing Ross. Hello, Emily. Hello. Anyway, and uh, gentlemen, nice to see you. I think we're all kind of a bit of a connection, a Mancunian over here, yeah? Mm. And a, a mum that comes from Oldham. That's quite right, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, we've, we've got already got that northern connection. So the last time you were in, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream was uh, being performed. Uh, tell me about how that went, and um, obviously it was a success as you're back with another one. Absolutely. We started, that was the first um, part of Shakespeare on the Ship, which is a joint production between my company, Cavalli Productions, and Theatre by QE2. It went exceptionally well. We were sold out, and off the back of that, we are we are making a regular thing. So our next production is the current one, which is Macbeth, mm-hmm. um, and it's available for all schools throughout the UAE. We are, we're quite sold out at the moment, but there are some tickets left um, at the moment. We have performances at 9 in the morning and 11 in the morning for schools. <laughs> Try and do monologues yeah, and soliloquies at that time in the morning. Maybe. How does Macbeth feel at 11 o'clock in the morning when he gets on stage? Daunting. <laughs> Tell it me about your role, sinking your teeth into Macbeth. It must be a, a, an actor's dream. It, it certainly is. It, I think it was one of those things that uh, when Kevin offered me Macbeth, you don't know how much you want a role like Macbeth until it's offered. But right. to quote our visionary director, it's all in the script. The the journey and the character and the development is all there. And it's just then my responsibility to bring it off the page. Yeah, my goodness, what a voice you've got. Eh? You should Thank be doing you. my job, I think. Uh, um, yeah, so how do you bring it off the page? How do you approach this character? Well, it's a journey um, from from start to finish. So it's about making him seem like a normal person, a humble uh, soldier who then eventually ends up um, becoming king, and it's a prophecy which plants a seed, which means that he goes on a murderous rampage mm, mm. to become king and then cleaning up the job. So it's about making him accessible and interesting and likable um, to an audience. You can like it. You can like Macbeth, can you? I, th- I think that's that's the difficult job I, yeah, I have that, is yeah. is making him likable. Um, to a modern audience. I sat, kind of see him as a Shakespearean Walter White from Breaking Bad. 
Right. <laughs> I love it. Angus, are you a likeable character in this uh, production? Hmm. That's really funny. It's, I've found the audience as being responsive to him as a likeable character. Yeah. By the end, spoiler alert, yeah. he has the crown on his head and everyone seems to get a big cheer that the good guy has won out. And he is very much has these speeches that promote him as that. But everyone loves a good villain. <laughs> and everyone loves the kind of, you know, Nathan's performance and just the character itself, like bringing this anti-hero yep. into the fore. I'm like an interesting kind of foil to that. And I don't know if I love the character, Malcolm. I love playing him, mm-hmm. but, by you know, he's he's a bit... He is the hero of the piece. But I mean, the last, yeah, yeah. the last part of the play and the final words, he's crowned the King of Scotland. Mm. You know, what more could you ask for, Angus? Especially with, a, with an accent like that. Yeah. The King of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would uh-huh. have cast myself, but, know. you know, I'm a bit old for that now. Well, you definitely got the voice for it. Now, the yeah. feminine touch is being brought by uh, Emily. Uh, let's find out a little bit about your character. So I play I play Ross, so the Thane of Ross. Um, Kevin has sort of crafted quite expertly a sort of quite a kind of composite character. So Ross is um, one of the nobles that sort of fights alongside Macbeth at the beginning and actually in our version is the sort of last standing supporter of Macbeth until yeah. until the realisation dawns. Um, but what what Kevin's done with this production, because we're a sort of small but perfectly formed cast, we're sometimes playing several characters, but what we've done with Ross is to sort of uh, yeah, to, to put several characters together and make, I, I like to think of Ross as the sort of the, the communication hub of the piece because obviously it's a sort of pre-mobile phone yeah, era that yeah, we're yeah. in and so, so each character needs the sort of important, the dramatic information and Ross sort of is the one that sort of runs or rides the length and breadth of the country to sort of deliver the either the victorious news or the um, but what's really nice is that I, th- I think that Shakespeare sort of often has this long procession of messengers and servants and people that come in and say, my Lord, you know, and Mm. they disappear. You never see them again. So what's really nice is that I've had this challenge of this quite rounded character that actually has has some skin in the game and um, it's great now isn't it's it it's an amalgamation skin in the game yeah. I absolutely like that yeah. and the reason for doing that um, <laughs> we are a cast of seven um, well they are a cast of seven and I'm not in the production um, and the reason for doing it is we have to do it by like it, it, the length it's an hour and a half long so it's not a, a three hour production of, of, of Macbeth because it's for mainly for schools during yeah, the yeah. days yeah. 9 and 11 so it needs to be accessible to them and, of course and you know a lot of children sometimes they don't really want to sit through three hours of <laughs> You know, Macbeth. Let's face it, at nine o'clock in the morning. So it's a really, you know, we've, as, as Emily said, you know, it's a, it's a nice. We've got all the important bits in it, so the dr- the drama's there, the importance is there, all the the emotions there. So yeah, it's working quite well, isn't it, Emily? Yeah, and Emily's oh, yeah, fantastic. She's got a, a great new character that just goes through the whole play now. Yeah, because there, are, yeah, there are sort of small characters within it, aren't there, that we sort of decided certainly for our version are not completely essential. So I've sort of picked up some lovely mm. little scenes along the way. So. Yeah, it's nice. been a, it's been so you kind a of made challenge. it your own. You've molded it, and made absolutely. it your own. Ab- absolutely, and it's kind of yeah, it's been a sort of you know a, a group effort to sort of make it that. But it's right. Yeah. Lovely. Okay, we're going to come back and we're going to find out more about the cast and uh, also about the performances where we can go and see Macbeth on Theatre by QE2. This is the night shift on Dubai Eye one hundred three point eight, the UAE's number one talk radio station. 
Yes, indeed, we have the cast and director of uh, Macbeth, Kevin, Emily, Nathan and uh, Angus joining us on the show to talk to us about this uh, production of Macbeth. Uh, just one uh, one production or one performance of this. There is one public performance, yeah. which is on this coming Friday. It's at 730 the usual ticket places, platinum list, um, tickets starting from 100 dirham. OK, but we've got one radio performance as well, or a little snippet, I believe, um, coming up. You've twisted one of the casts. Managed arm. to persuade them. It didn't take much, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Nathan, you are Macbeth, and you're going to give us that little flavour of that brilliant voice that you've got in, I guess, the character of Macbeth. That's correct. All right, well, uh, let's take it away. Once again, this is uh, Macbeth, uh, a little little taster of what you can see on Theatre by QE2. Take it away. Is this a dagger which I see before me? The handle toward my hand. Come, let me clutch thee. I have thee not, yet I see thee still. Art thou now a fatal vision, sensible, to feeling as to sight, or art thou but a dagger of the mind? A false creation. Beautiful. A little bit, a little taste. I mean, is it every actor's dream to play um, a Shakespearean character? I, I think I think a lot of actors have like a top three of Shakespearean characters they've they've always wanted to play. I think in my top three, it's Macbeth, Bottom from A Midsummer's Night Dream, and Mercutio from Romeo and Juliet. Right. They're, they're my top three. They're your top three. What yeah. about Angus? What, who would your top, oh, so top ones be? Hamlet. Let's get you a little closer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely Hamlet. I love that so much. Uh, Brutus from Julius Caesar. And... Oh, there's so many. Yeah. Like, well, I so two is fine. Yeah, you came up uh, with Hamlet and, and... I think you would make a great Iago. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's the other one. Iago. What's, that's what's he from? Othello. Oh, that's a thing. Okay. He's such a wicked but kind of rounded character, and he has some of the most stunning speeches. It's so <laughs> devious. But why do you think he'd make a good a good one of those? From working with Angus, he has the right he has the right tone. And he has, and, and uh, Angus, all, all of my actors that I've chosen for this yeah, yeah. have a wonderful way of delivering the rhythm of Shakespeare. And for me, one of our main jobs is to try and help all the, the school children who are coming to see mm. this to, to be able to understand it, to interpret it, not particularly to be able to speak it themselves. But, you know, it's a very strange language for, for, for children, particularly in yeah. Dubai, where English perhaps isn't their first language. Right. So our main job is to make sure that the children come out actually, you know, the students come out believing and, and having a greater understanding. And all of my actors, Angus is particularly, you know, the, the, the way that they can deliver Shakespeare. The rhythm. The so rhythm. Is, is there a certain tempo? that you deliver your words would you say i think it because it's written in an iambic pentameter it's it has that ba-dum 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 mm, ba-dum yeah. ba-dum and we we spent a, a full week before getting it up on its feet working on that rhythm and it works and it makes it more accessible to younger ears. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Mm. It's how I direct Shakespeare, mm. is to concentrate in the rhythm, put the punctuation in. And, and it, it, for the first week, even some of the actors who've done Shakespeare before, but they've never done it the way that I like doing it, found it very strange. And I said, please just trust me, trust yourselves. And what happens is that when the rhythm and the punctuation, and it always sounds quite stilted for the first few days, yeah. but then gradually as the actors get to know it and the emotion comes out of it, it literally lifts off the page and you can understand every word that's wow. going it's like watching 
like I, I was in Frankfurt once and um, I watched an opera in Italian and there was a German ticker tape at the top translating it to German, which I then had to translate to English for my, my friends who were there. <laughs> and you know that way that you actually said, don't even worry about any of it. Just sit back, listen to the music, listen to the rhythm. And it's like Shakespeare. If, when, you, when the rhythm's right and it's lifted off the page, the emotion is automatically there and you can tell everything about it. Mm. And my crew of actors have done a spectacular job. Off the page has been yeah. like the kind of key phrase of the production as like through from the rhythm lifting it off because sometimes the Shakespeare language can be seen as quite inaccessible. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for, you know, school kids. But it's the actor's job and I get the director's job as well to make that understandable. And I find that we found a really good way of doing it and then showing all the complexity and emotion that is in you know, most of the yeah, Shakespearean yeah, yeah. canon. <laughs> Fascinating, really, isn't it? Now, um, my producer's put together a couple of quick-fire questions. Oh. Comedy or drama for you over here, oh, Emily? Oh, drama. Definitely drama. Yeah, why? Yeah. I just... I don't... I, I think I'm drawn to it. I think I'm more drawn to it than, than I would... Although, I mean, I love, I, love, I love comedy as well. I think... Yeah, I just oh, think drama because choose one. it's just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, drama. We'll go with drama. drama. <laughs> I'm guessing comedy. I'd say drama. Yeah. <laughs> I find the pressure of comedy really immense. Really? Um, if, they, if they don't laugh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that. I think, like, with drama, like, it's so easy to just, well, it's not easy, but, like, the, it's the impetus to just focus on what you're doing yeah, and yeah. you're telling the story. With comedy, there's that always that kind of leering is like, am I being funny? Am yeah, I being funny? Yeah, yeah, is this yeah, working? Yeah. And you get that real live feedback of laughter. <laughs> so two dramas, yeah. Nathan... Comedy. It's oh, yes. Too Comedy. Well. It's that. drama, but faster. Comedy. <laughs> drama, but faster. What about well, Mr. Director? I'm very lucky. I have the luxury of being very dramatic in life, which is very funny all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll so, go for both. I'll go for both. Right. Um, the actor or actress that you'd most love to collaborate with, be on stage with, do a scene with, oh. who would that be? It would have to be Olivia Coleman for me. Oh, isn't she? She's oh, great. she's just spellbinding in everything that she does. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could watch her read the phone book. Yeah, great uh, one. Olivia Coleman, great start. Um, I'd say Angus. Ben Wishaw. Yeah. I love him. I love his work from Paddington to Richard II. I think he's such a great actor and... Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. We'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> Macbeth? Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan? Steve Coogan. I think it would be a great learning experience, and you know that you're in good hands with a, a very strong comedy actor. Right, right. Mr. Director? Has to be Dame Judi Dench. Oh, yeah. Has to be. Yeah. Tell, tell me why, why you went for... Why? Judy. Because I, I've been lucky enough to kind of be in her presence in, in some of my career. Yeah. I've never actually worked with her, but I have met her and I've seen a lot of productions that she's done. And the wonderful thing about her, and I think this is what Olivia Coleman has, she is the mm. next Judy Dench, let's mm -hmm. face it. Yeah. No matter how much you watch or watch whichever character you're playing, you just you you never ever look at her and think, Oh, I can see what you're doing. Oh, I, I can I can see your acting, I can see the technical there. Mm. Nothing. You you literally just sit back. Watch her and believe every single word, regardless of which situation, which character she's in, which play she's in, whether it be a Shakespeare, whether it be, you know, a, a Chekhov play, whether it be a modern classic. Yeah. No, no coward, anything. 
she's you know it's just Judy Dench and you just sit back and you go yeah I, I believe you <laughs> I'll take I that <laughs> every single word that you say that comes out yeah some yeah. wonderful names coming out there and uh, in the world of acting right finally um, once again I think you've got another production coming up real soon that's going to be going around schools very quickly mention that absolutely after Macbeth um, Cavalli are back on the road and we are taking the tales of Narnia otherwise known as the Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe around all the schools in all the Emirates and we are available through www.cavalliproductions.com okay and once again a reminder for uh, Macbeth where we can get our tickets you can get them through Platinum List or you can get them through the direct box office at Theatre by QE2. And isn't it a lovely theatre? I was it's there last weekend to watch a musical performance yeah, of um, a very talented guy who put together kind of a, a tribute show of uh, Ed Sheeran and, and mm-hmm. Louis Capaldi. Mm-hmm. And it was just amazing. Rob, Rob invited us to, and uh, Rob said, um, do you want the guys to come? And said, we're far too busy. The night before the, <laughs> the night before the technical dress. I said, no, I'm not even going to ask them. Anyway, best of luck, guys. Thank you all for coming in. Thanks and, thank uh, you. Really, thank you so really much for having us. Nice little a pleasure. monologue there from uh, Nathan. That's uh, Once again, you can catch it on Theatre by QE2, the performance of Macbeth. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.